Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam, and this week we have yet again another special guest. You can't keep me away. I know. <laughs> like a plague. You heard him last week <laughs> reviewing Crashlands. But I'm welcome excited. back, Tice. Yeah, it's great to be back. It's good to be back. I had a great time last week, and um, you just can't to be keep you away. No, no, I'm like <laughs> some sort of bizarre infection. You have to deal with this accent yet again. No, but um, you have now made the Seven Days to Play Hall of Fame. Ooh, of go on, most recurring guest. Good, back to back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just made that up. Not even sad about it though. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you. Um, this week, Edwin is away on vacation, so. You are once again filling in the shoes of the the prestigious Seven Days to Play co-host. Large seat. shoes, yeah. very large. Physically, shoes. have you seen them? They're pretty big. Metaphorically, no, they're yeah. actually quite large. Yeah, I don't have stylish. large shoes. I'm, I think I alluded to being part Hobbit. I have quite small feet. So well, hobbits don't have small feet, though. I mean, I don't think you're a real hobbit, then. Oh, sh- that's you're true. One of those. I mean, I have hairy feet. Does that mm, count? Yeah, oh, that's awkward. You're one of those small feet hobbits. That I know, they look, right? They, they yeah, it's even special. More down, even on. more hobby than <laughs> hobbit, right? So last week you guys talked about uh, Crashlands. Great episode, by the way. We did. Um, but I have a few things to pick with you. And you did mention your favorite mobile game I last did. week, which was I think you mentioned it as being Flip. No, really bad chess. Really bad chess. And because we are somewhat game genies indeed that's why i was a little bit apprehensive this week you know i feel like i got a, a, a bit of a free pass with edwin last week this week is now i'm really putting you through yeah the ringer. really doing it yeah i'm gonna be questioning everything that you've uh oh boy like this your, is audio your- <laughs> it's these sweat droplets just cascading down my forehead <laughs> thank goodness it's audio indeed do you have a favorite game game an act, favorite actual game? Favorite actual game. Ooh. Not that not that we're saying mobile games aren't games because they very much are. Mm, no, I appreciate the tangent. Uh, I have many. I have many. Uh, I could probably narrow it down to my favorite first-person shooter. Yeah, that'd be a great start. Okay, cool. So other than Half-Life, which is I feel like everyone's go-to, uh, and Quake 2 because that's also a go-to, I would say like Duke Nukem 3D is my like go-to kind of terrible but the secrets in the game were really fun, yeah. and I played it. I've played it on throughout the years on like a bunch of different kind of platforms. I think I played it on some sort of mobile emulator at some point too, which was disastrous. And then played it on like a PS3, which is like a scaled up version of it or something. Yeah, they even um, have it for the Vita, which is pretty they amazing. Do? Yeah, wow. They I, had it for a while on the Vita, and then they got rid of it for some reason. Huh. Yeah, it oh, got it became unsupported. It's not a. It's not a great game. It's not like a theory. If you were to compare it to classics like Half-Life and Quake 2, that really mm. like broke the mold or um, anything from uh, that kind of era. But I just feel like it was very nostalgic for me. Like I, I grew up playing the first couple of Duke Nukem's and just loved them and just played them constantly. And moving from that kind of side-scrolling Duke Nukem era to the 3D realm. Mm-hmm. Get it? The 3D realms reference there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nice yeah. One. Uh, it just felt mind-blowing. It just felt really yeah. cool. And he was so... Uh, ridiculous. It was yeah. yeah it was one of those which just right up. They were just out of control. Like, it was one of those games that actually first um, married a bit of humor into like the nonsense action that was happening around oh, in the yeah. game, right? Yeah. And this was pre Quake, so yeah. we didn't get like the full 3D yet. We had Not like really. there were sprites. They were like yeah. they were pretty bad. Like you can you can get you can see videos of people that have like gotten above the level and looked down, and they're just dreadful sprites. But I did I I do I will say though that there were quite a few moments in Dick Nukem 3D that would a little freaky, especially mm-hmm. as, when I was younger, where where you'd have the those kind of monster things would come out of nowhere and would really 
shock right. you. Uh, but then marrying that with the bizarre kind of crude humor, humor was was fun. I don't right. know. Right, you had to like save the strippers. Oh, it was ridiculous. Right. You could like throw, you could hit spacebar and you'd give the strippers cash. And it was just, as a kid, I just thought that was the most amazing thing you know, right. as a young boy, which is clearly like terrible. But I just, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I think I played it last year. I think I dug it out and ran it through some sort of emulator on my Mac or something. And uh, yeah, I just loved it. I loved everything that 3D Arms were doing. And I read, I've read so much about that kind of era. And yeah, I just really love it. It was very nostalgic. Yeah, it was a great step up from like Doom 2 where looking up and down didn't really do much. I don't think you can actually look up or down in Doom 2. It's kind of on a plane, isn't it? It's like yeah. maybe, maybe my bob a little bit, but there's no there's no true, like true, what is it called? Like free look, yeah. mouse look or whatever. It and like Duke Nukem 3D was the actual, like was the first game where I, you took advantage of like looking up and down mm-hmm. and you'd, you'd be able to shoot the monsters that are up there. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Great game. Yeah. That's a great choice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was, I was worried because it gets a lot of, of shit. I mean, there's a lot of history with Dick Nukem, like right. the Half-Life 3 kind of thing that happens with, with, with Dick Nukem Forever and there's a lot of history well, the, there. Dick Nukem Forever is just a horrible game. Yeah, I was, rid- I was so pumped. I was, I was so, so pumped crestfallen. Too. And I, maybe that's why they haven't done Half-Life 3 because honestly, I feel like we've gone past the precipice where mm. like that game had a chance. Yeah. Whereas now there's so much expectations on it. I think Valve are just like, nope. Like why? Like why tarnish Half Life One and Two? Like why go there? Yeah, that's know? true. Yeah, so. it's it's, a, it's very hard shoes to fill. Once again, uh, yeah, it's good. You brought a full full circle. Yeah, well done there, <laughs> true professional, Sam. Yeah, fantastic. All right, so uh, for this week, we have decided to review a game recommendation of yours. So this is the funny thing, right? Because I didn't know to come back around and bite me because I thought, oh, this is a doozy. I'll throw it at these two and you see thought, what happens. You thought you nope. were off the hook. Yeah, well and truly. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Lucky I actually played it. <laughs> right. Well, you've, you've um, selected a game called Diggerman. Diggerman. Yeah. And Edwin wanted me to, to say, say, John Diggerman. <laughs> Edwin had a crack at it last week. It was entertaining. So many accents at play here. <laughs> I know. It's this, it was really weird. It was like, okay, that's an Englishman trying to do a Southern accent, mm-hmm. and I my ears are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> Literally bleeding. Get me cotton wool. I'm in trouble. So if you can, and if you please do me the honor of explaining Diggerman. I'll try. I, I, I wrestled with this yesterday, trying to think of a way to summarize this game, and I'll just, I'll just speak from the heart, Sam. You know, it's just going to come right from here. Yeah. Um, you're, you're a dude that needs to dig through some dirt. Not sure why, not sure what the end goal is, but we will get to that. But um, you need to dig through dirt. You need to collect batteries along the way to, to stay alive, I assume, or in the, in the light, not in the dark. Uh, and try not to hit things on the way. I get crushed by boulders and a whole bunch of other stuff that'll throw at you. I mean, I, I struggled a bit with truly understanding my intent, hmm. but we can get to that. Yeah. So I think in the beginning, there's like a little bit of exposition, a little bit of story, if you will. I heard you're <laughs> into the story and we, we clarified last week that I am not. Yeah. I'm a skipper. I'm a, yep, get to the point. And this was, this was really good about that and that it just showed you a little bit of story and actually never tells you about it. Oh, cool. Ever again. <laughs> Great. Guilt-free now. So it's, it's actually good for people door. like you and also good for people like me. Oh, okay. Tick. Ding. But the main point of the game is you are John Diggerman mm-hmm. trying to is save- Is that how you pronounce his name? I say Diggerman. Digger, no, I mean like the, the voice, you know, the, the, the Southern thing. I think that's how- that's Well, how, if we want to get truly Southern, let me see. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Here it comes. <clears throat> John Diggerman. That was horrible. That's very convincing. <laughs> Edwin's kind of a field day with that. That's great. But yeah, so you're trying to save uh, a princess. Wow, really? Yeah. How if about you, it? If you look at the game <laughs> on the main screen, you know how it shows you like that overall map 
And then you have like the different levels that you're supposed to dig down yeah, to. Yeah. If you go all the way down, look, princess. Oh, how about it? I didn't. I mean, I ignored those blocky fingers trying to tell me to scroll down. Scroll because I was like, no, I don't yeah. want to know what's coming. I'm like the kind of choose your own adventure that doesn't want to know what's coming. You know. But like, so in the beginning, I think so there there's something that steals the princess. I don't. I don't remember what it is because there's no way for me to replay that <laughs> scene <laughs> ever again. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's a one and done. And but mm. then uh, as you're as you're playing through the game, like there are like slight reminders of her telling you like, hey, I'm here. I saw her ducking in, but yeah. then I was kind of confused. I was like, why are you there? Like, I'm trying to dig here. There's Let's... lots to be confusing about the interface Indeed. in this game, which we'll, which we'll I'm dig sure into. We'll dig into. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Ding. Second dad joke. Of the Number two episode. dad joke. Yeah, good, good. We'll, we'll have more along the way. Positive we will. <laughs> Um, so how would you describe this? Game? Like, so we, we explain sort of like the general premise of this game. Do you think you'd be able to classify what type of game this is? It's very much a mobile first game, meaning like it feels like that. I don't, I don't think this would be as enjoyable on a on a platform with right. a, with a controller or a keyboard or something. Maybe a keyboard, but I mean, I mean, we'll dig into like we'll dig into like how it works and the mechanics of it. But I, I, I definitely feel like it's mobile first, and it feels like there's a very clear intent on how to play the game, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. Like it's 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 you can't really get it wrong. Well, and if you do, you'll find out very quickly, which we'll obviously go further into. I'd almost classify this as like a combination of a like a dexterous game mm-hmm. where like you have to be quite nimble on your fingers. Yes. If you tap on the right side of the screen, it will have John Diggerman dig diagonally downwards to your right. Correct. Right. If you tap on the left side of the screen, it will have him dig diagonally down to the left always on that 45 right like always on the 45 degrees yeah. so no matter what you're always going to be digging down and so the the challenges come in that every once in a while you're going to be faced with either a boulder or like spikes or lava where if you dig into it you'll die right away right you so will. there's several things that can prevent you from proceeding forward in this game which is these obstacles which is like if you un- if you dig past a boulder the boulder will then come rolling after you Correct. downwards learned that the hard way many, to- <laughs> many times over also yeah. learned it the hard way um you can dig yourself into a lava pit accidentally if you dig the wrong way unfortunate but true unfortunate there are also little bats that you can mm-hmm. dig into so that's one way of dying is you can run into these obstacles. The other way of dying is that your battery runs out. And so now we get to the somewhat like, um, what do you call it? Leveling up system in the game. Indeed. Right? And I thought this was pretty clever. Oh boy. Is that initially you start off with your character and your character only has about 50% of battery life. And as soon as you start the game, the battery life will sort of tick down so that means you have to frantically dig your way down quite aggressively too yeah, yeah it's it's definitely very aggressive on its tick it's a down. very it's a very fast game mm-hmm. and you dig yourself down and then you can get coins which we'll talk about in a little bit but it's like so, sort of the in-game currency for you to buy stuff right um or you can get more battery which will then prolong your life prolonging your game session for that time being or you can get treasure boxes you can which will then unlock certain things on like your home base. Right. So you need to make that decision, right, as you're playing. Exactly. How to balance all those things. Right. Like, do mm. I go for more coins for now? Do I go for more battery to prolong this gameplay? Or, you know, what am I going to do? So lots of things to be thinking about, which is actually quite Simultaneously, good. Yeah. 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 You need to make those decisions very quickly and on the fly. For like a super, I mean, what seems like a fairly simple game. But, so here's the thing about like the leveling system, right? So the coins that you collect... You can then use it to extend your battery life, which means that you can stay in the ground longer. So you don't have to be as quick, but you can make your way self, you can make your way down 
a lot further. So you can kind of level up your character a little bit. Yeah, bit by right. bit. Yeah. And then there's a super interesting aspect of unlocking treasures or by getting the treasure boxes, which then unlocks little monuments on your hometown, which sort of goes into like the idle clicker th- territory. Right. Where like if you don't do anything and you have these monuments, it'll build money for you. Is that what was happening? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Why are these things? Do I want this? What do I do with this? So that's really confusing. Like it, it, it took me a while to get it too. But yeah, when you, the deeper you get, the more precious monuments you get. Right. And the more precious those monuments are, the more coins they'll give you. Oh, they yield more coins. Yeah. Okay, cool. That makes sense. And the levels obviously get harder. So it's kind of like a, right. So you pick up better monuments that give you more coins, but it's harder to get them. Right. Deeper down. And then they, they come in like sets. So like okay. if you unlock. Oh, I did unlock a few sets. Didn't right. know what that did, but I, <laughs> but I did it. You know, bing. Right. <laughs> uh, and so that's, I thought that was really clever. Like I thought there are lots of things for you to come back to and lots of different ways, but all revolved around this like central gaming method, which is just like you frantically. Just digging real digging fast. Digging really fast. Yeah. So should we, should we talk about like how many monuments that we've unlocked? I think we should. Or how, okay, let's talk about- And I'm going to learn along the way, you know, it's going to be a sort of surprise for me because I don't know. What is the furthest that you've went down? Mm, that sounds questionable. That's an interesting thing to say out loud, Sam. Um, <laughs> I made it just about until the wooden phase, How right before you the tell? wooden. What's the what's the it says mechanism? wooden? I've unlocked a pig. Oh, I see. Oh, me too. Just before wooden. Yep. Oh, same. Right? No. Oh, oh, there's yeah? ah, actually, yeah, you can actually pay that to start from there. Yeah. Well, have you gone further? Yeah. Have you passed so the wooden? I think I've passed four hundred. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm at around two fifty. I think is the mark that I'm at. Cool. Yeah, and that was. That was a good run. I remember that run. Yeah. Oof. It was crazy. I'm like, how am I still alive? Uh, which we'll get to, I'm sure. But um, it was fun. That felt like a good game compared to the other 20 or 30. <laughs> <laughs> Did you spend any money on this game? No, I refuse no. to spend money on games. Hmm. I'm steadfast on that. I mean, I'll buy them. Interesting. But in game, uh, I have a very, very strong uh, moral cause to avoid spending money in game. I'll do them. I'll do the work to earn the money. In fact, I was convinced that the coins needed to get to these levels came from the left-hand coined area at the top of your screen as opposed to the right. So I oh, didn't redeem them at all the entire time. I had a little bit of fear that I didn't have enough coins, the mechanics of how you collect coins and then kind of they go into your kitty, I guess. Yeah. I didn't fully understand that. So I was worried that I would um, not have enough coins. Gotcha. But that's to your point of the, the, the collection. You need to collect them. That, that's a very common mechanic yeah. in, in mobile games I see. Yeah, so the in-game coins that you get are also used to actually start off, start you off in the different parts of the map, right? So they'll they'll start you off down further. You kind of skip a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that I think is if you have a limited battery life on your character, then that's really beneficial for you to be able to dig deeper. Um, and get go those further. more like precious treasures and monuments and stuff. I guess yeah. it's an interesting dynamic. I just feel like I didn't fully understand it or grip it even until just now. Well. Yeah, that was the thing, right? Like nothing was really explained to you. Like there wasn't really a tutorial screen or anything that flashed around you. It was just sort of like it, yeah. it allows you to like jump right in. I think that's a, that's a, that's good and bad, right? Like if you because if you get it, I'm sure that's perfect. But for me, I feel like it's such a Fast and Furious style game that you could have done a really quick tutorial that they that the the developers could add. They could add that tutorial in the beginning. You could skip it, normal kind of stuff. But 
if there was a really quick one that walked you through why you were getting these coins and that you were actually trying to you know mm. free the princess or something um and you could co- you could probably get that over and done with in like 30 seconds and move on and you'd be like oh i get it right now. that probably yeah. would have been beneficial i hear you like i hear you i think i think there are definitely like pros and cons to it like where explaining things is you know makes you fully understand it which is great but at the same time like i think the gameplay itself is just very like fast and furious like i wonder if people actually need it right like right and sort There's of a good have chance them that they figure it out you know like it, it's so quick to be able to kind of understand how it works that maybe that's good enough and i think that's a credit to the game if there if there are games that you can just get without a tutorial then nice yeah so let's talk about our uh Three by threes. Ooh. You ready for the three by threes? I am. These are your second three by threes. They are. Making them your six by sixes. I know. <laughs> we are just leveling up. We do three by multipliers. That's right. Uh, I have more than three of each, but I can combine. Mm. I can condense. Uh, but go ahead. Take it away. All right. So I do like a story. Mm. I do like I a heard. story. I was forewarned. Yeah. Uh, and it, it rings true because it is core to my nature. Oh. Um, I did like the story aspect of a game just to set things off. Like, okay. I think for a mobile game that on the surface seems fairly simple, like, I think it started off in a really nice way. Like, princess, kidnap, go Classic. rescue, princess. Classic. Great mechanism. I roped you right in. Uh, did you feel like it was too thin of a storyline, just right, or too thick? I'm using a cake icing analogy right now, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. For, those that aren't, for those that aren't able to see, <laughs> he was doing hand gestures of cake icing, <laughs> which is perfect. Yeah, it rings true. <laughs> I think for this style of game, like it was just the right amount. Ooh, credit to the devs and the uh, yeah. designers. That's a really, that's a good thing. If you've got it just right, for someone that enjoys storylines like yourself, mm-hmm. uh, that's a tough nut to crack. So. <laughs> it is. Good job. It's like a nutty cake. That's mm. delicious. Oh, we're down the path of nutty cakes. Ooh, yum. Uh, what about back you? Track, what, would be your good, what would be your good point? Uh, I thought that the... The fact that the controls were so simple and so binary, there's a caveat to this, which we'll come to later, but I think that they were so easy to understand, made me feel like a child or fully grown adult could pick up the game and have the same kind of dexterity and understanding pretty quickly off the bat. I thought that was a great thing. And there was no, and, and this is the counter argument to the tutorial. I didn't need to, fi- I figured it out very quickly. You mm-hmm. can, there's, it's just this or that. Which is great. Yeah. I like that. I think that was really straightforward. You're able to just like jump immediately into it without even thinking about it. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's the the game mechanics is meant for mobile. Right. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, For me, another good point is, like you said, I think it's really revolved around like a mobile game. Like this was thought of as a mobile game. Like I don't think this would really work in any other platform except for mobile. It's mobile first. It hasn't been like ported later or like as an afterthought like definitely embrace the platform which is cool yeah and it's you know i love a good portrait mode game indeed this is one of the things that i was one of my points too i think <laughs> yeah it's a native portrait mode yeah and we understand from last week that but you know the portrait is definitely something important to you but i can i can appreciate that i think phones are designed to be held like that totally like so i think embrace it anytime that a phone sort of asks me to put it on its side i'm like ah oh, yeah i don't i don't want to one more thing <laughs> yeah like, no i quit out yeah but <laughs> Ooh, tough cookie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like another thing that you have to do. And sometimes, you know, you just want to hold the phone with one hand. You do. You don't, you don't want to be gripping it kind of like a, yeah, yeah, like something similar kind of consoles. I also thought that the just the overall artwork and sound effects, I think, were kind of cool. Like they were just uh, refreshing. It was just it, it is very snappy and very responsive. And it wasn't it wasn't high on the fidelity. Mm. Um, which I kind of liked. Yeah. I think it, it it almost got to the point where it was almost, potentially almost too blocky to kind of see what was going on, mm. but 
which is probably a bit of a caveat. But overall, I thought that that was kind of cool and the sound effects were very enjoyable. Like when you when something goes right, you know it. Kind yeah. of like that 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 new Mario collecting a coin, that kind of feeling. It felt good. Yeah, so I think lots really of good like that. auditory feedback, right? Mm. Um, did you notice anything about the music? No. Did you did you listen to the music at all? I turned it off. Oh really? Yeah, I turned it off in the beginning too. Okay. Um, but I turned it back on just to sample it a little bit, and I actually felt like. It, they did a pretty good job with it. Really? Like, yeah, okay, it's cool. not it's not totally offensive. Okay. In the beginning, it's a little because it's sort of blaring out yeah, throughout maybe that's everything. Why. Was it like 8-bitty kind of stuff? Or? It was kind of 8-bitty, but it had like a nice good beat to it. Okay. Here, let me see if I can, I can play you a sample. Oh, here it comes. That's the Mario reference. But when you actually start the game, it, it changes in a good way. Right? Whoa. Oh yeah. Wow. That's Yeah, that works. That works quite well. And the cool thing is and the cool thing is <laughs> um the music actually changes depending on which part of the level you're on and there's like a nice seamless change between Ooh, the levels. I do like a seamless f- fade which, or seamless change. Yeah. yeah. Well, shut up. Which I think, <laughs> which I think is like a really nice touch. Like not a lot of people really put a lot of attention into. Not to be a hard cut or yeah, or yeah. like you can hear the loop. Right. I feel like there was a lot of attention paid to to actually making the song go along with like the the digging aspect of it, like making you continue on. Right, because you could theoretically, if you were good at this game, you could kind of cruise through that pretty quickly. Yeah. You could You could theoretically transition through le- levels quite fast. Right. Um, and if, you, if, if the music like sort of stops you, it can, it can be pretty distracting. Right. Even if it was like on a subconscious level. My next good point is that even though it's a fairly simple game, like there was actually lots of stuff for you to collect and do. Like initially I was, I, I had the same, I had the same sentiment as you. Like I kind of didn't get what everything was. Um, sort of the blocky nature actually made it hard for me to register everything in a right. clear way. It's like kind of everything weird. Your eyes was just like blur a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's strange. And then like some things like allowed me to collect money. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And what do I do with this? There's like a whole other page of hiring more miners, which we didn't even get into. No, I didn't get to that. But I had this like vision of just a swarm of miners. <laughs> do they all move in synchronicity? Like what no, happens? it's just you can only select one at a time, oh, but. Boy the ones that you upgrade to have better benefits, like a bigger battery life. Bigger battery, that's what I'm chasing. Or when you continue, it takes away less coins. Or when you start off, it, it starts. Uh, so you, can, you can start off to, with less coins. Uh, see, yeah, see, that's cool. So you can play more. I feel like that's, they're good. They're like really good. Yeah. Um, you know, that seems like kind of staple. I paid attention to it, which is good. Yeah, like I think, I think there was a lot of really good balancing done to make sure like it was pretty sticky so that you continue to play. Any other good points? I think my last good point was that it feels like it's a good game for a commute. Yeah. Like in the sense that it's like short, sharp to the point. It doesn't like you don't feel that uh, regret from that I had from Crashlands where I had to really get into it. And then I felt like if I got off the train or off the bus that I would like lose that point. Mm. You know, it's like when you're watching a TV series and you have a gap that's too big. Right. Um, I feel like this is the it's 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 very good in the sense that you can dive in, have some fun, get frustrated, stop. Yeah. I think that's I, I feel like that was a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. It's sort of like guilt-free gaming. Absolutely. Yeah. Where yeah. like you didn't really care if you lost a level. No, you just go again. Right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas like Crash Lines, you kind of have to be engaged and a bit more sentimental about your character. Yeah. Right? And there's more thought process involved and, 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 the, and the backstory is, is a lot bigger and yeah, you're more engaged, mm-hmm. I think. But this, this kind of, I think to the point from before about the right amount of icing, I think this, this 
coast that line really well of being able to get in, get out and not, and not feel guilty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I have the same sentiment as well. Like I was able to just totally hop in, play for a little bit and just hop out and not feel, you know, sad. anything about it. Not feel sad. <laughs> No attachments. Down. <laughs> like we're done for this oh, five minutes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, like I felt with Crashlands, like there is a bit of an attachment to the character. I need to make sure like it, the game saved properly at some point. Right. Because you put in so much more effort and you, you know, you're more bought in the skin of the game. You know, I think yeah. with this, it's kind of like, oh, well. All right. He's dead. Fine. John Diggerman's dead. Yep. Next. Happens all the time. <laughs> Just rinse and repeat. Let's do it again. Good thing he's in On, the ground. Yeah. Oh, Morbid. <laughs> I'm not calling that a dad joke. <laughs> you get a free pass on that. On to the negative points. This is this is really a nitpick, but I really dislike it when things are emulated to look like pixels. I see. Go on. Right. So like this has a very pixelated style. Right. But they're not actually pixels. They're just like almost like what do you call it? A texture over 3D planes. Will that be like a Minecraft style thing? Yeah, or? Minecraft does okay. this too. Where so it, it looks just like looks a block, pixelated. But yeah. But there's detail to the block or something like well, that? Well, the like, thing is, if it's pixelated, things should be moving with those pixels. That's at least my principle for like being true to like a pixelated format right. and retro format. Yeah. Like the I real guess. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Whereas I this. Kind of, oh, I see. Like faking it. Like yeah. China. I see. Like there are things that are moving in between the pixels. Like a hybrid. Totally. Yeah. And the scales of the pixels aren't even. And you picked up on that. Like that was a thing. Yeah, immediately. Really? Interesting. <laughs> but you still forged on. That's good. Yeah. That's I good. mean, the gameplay was en- engrossing enough for me to carry on, you know, picking away at the game. Right. Nice. Yep. Number three. Ding! <laughs> I thought that uh, initially and even still now, it's hard. Like, I felt like it was difficult. Um, the battery life depleted so rapidly. Actually, for the first few levels... I didn't pay any attention to the battery life and I my initial thought without doing a tutorial was that if I go slowly the battery won't deplete. I was I thought it was based on a mm-hmm. uh, an endurance kind of thing. Oh right, right? yeah, the further yeah. you get the sort right. of like, like imagine you're you're a mech or you're a robot like if you don't move you're fine. You're theoretically not using battery. I yeah. was definitely wrong yeah. and paid the price many times over <laughs> until I figured it out and then I was like, "Oh, frantic, go frantically." Right, right. So I said this last week to Edwin, I'm definitely more of the um creep quietly in the shadows than mm. like be a giant like axe wielding person in, in the in the light so with this i tried to go slowly and just pay the price so that kind of shook me out of my comfort zone where i was like well i'll just like go as quickly as i possibly can because whether i like it or not the minute you step off mm. the battery will rapidly deplete so that was our learning curve luckily though after a few times dying i figured it out so that was fine but yeah yeah, I guess that was something that I had to figure out from the gameplay. But again, to come full circle, it does teach you that pretty quickly. Right. Yeah, It's there. there's something about like the really jarring nature of when you first start and figuring out the gameplay where you don't know what the hell is happening. You're just winging it. Yeah, like I remember uh, one of the first few runs, I, I dislodged a boulder that came running after me. Like it was immediate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea what happened. Like, I was like, why How? did I just die? What happened? Instant replay, please. And then so I tried it again. And of course, like, the levels always change. And next run I did, like, I didn't realize that the battery depleted so quickly. And I died, like, halfway through a dig. And I was like, what? what's going on? Oh, that's too far. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so initially, it's a little bit confusing. And doesn't, like like you said, like, there isn't enough tutorial on saying, like, hey, your battery ran out. That's why you died. Yeah. Or anything like that to let you know. So it's... It took me a little bit for me to fully understand that, and then I kind of got into it. But yeah, 
I totally point. see that. Any other negative points? I did absolutely hate the ads. Oh, mm. boy. That is the only reason why I would consider paying. And, I mean, sometimes I will take back what I said before. Once or twice I have paid for a game that I've truly loved and I know they're an indie developer uh, or an indie shop um, to remove ads and get the same experience. But the ads in this were borderline driving me up the wall because they were so long. They're yeah. like 15, 20-second ads. And yeah. I will take a slight caveat. These are the kind of games that I would actually usually play, and I said this to Edwin last week, on a plane. Mm. And when you're on a plane, you have no cell reception, so you don't actually get any ads. Right. So I've actually played a lot of these games on a plane for the first time, gotten off the plane, continued playing on a train, and then been presented with ads and being like, what? what? the hell is this? Yeah. But this game, obviously, I played um, with cell reception or Wi-Fi yeah. and immediately got ads. Super frustrating to the point where I would just like put my phone down or like I threw it the other day on the, on the, on the bed or on the couch. I was like, no, because uh, it was just again. there were so many. And there were also uh, I understand the idea of, you know, like watch this ad and get this thing for free or or replay for free. I think that's a I think that's kind of in the middle for me because I always choose not to. I'm OK to wait. I'm OK to wait the timer. Right. But when the sporadic ads would come up, that was super frustrating because yep. I didn't yep. know it was coming and I felt like I was being punished for dying but but it was like random yeah and i think that was what I, it was almost like every second or third time i don't know what if there was a cycle but i think there's some sort of cycle to it, it just um, threw me it just and it just re- kind of took the edge off the off the enjoyment i was happy to like i would just keep hitting replay like right. i'm just relentless but if i kept getting interrupted by you know 10 15 20 second ads that were, yeah. i couldn't skip it was a bummer yeah yeah i totally agree um which is uh why i paid for the ads to be removed you did i did I paid, I think it's like $199. $199 okay. I feel yeah. like that's half a coffee. That's fine. It's totally. It is half a coffee. It costs me three times. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 won't hang, I won't hang shade on anyone for, for doing that, but I just felt like it was a little too in my face. Well, it's not Maybe also the, the fault of the of game it. developers right. for their selection of the ads. It sort of comes from a network. Uh, and so they're not like handpicking it. My problem with those in-game ads is that those ads are always about other games. Correct. Which is, to me, super dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, like, you're already I'd much, playing a game. <laughs> I'd much rather context have it here. be a movie. A movie yeah, trailer or like yeah. a TV trailer. Like parallel context, not like competing context. Totally. that's a little bizarre. I'm like, wow, I'm playing this game. Like, yeah. You tell me not to play this game anymore? Like, what, what's happening here? And the only games that are actually spending money on these on these advertisements are like the really crappy games. They're not great. They're, They're not, not great. great at all. They're yeah. dreadful. <laughs> And so, yeah, just the whole gaming ad space needs a little bit of a change up. I will say one thing I was very pleasantly surprised to see in the settings. I don't know if you saw this, but you could turn off ad tracking. Yeah. Thanks, GDPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really neat. I did that immediately. And I, I was like, immediately as well. this is cool. Yeah. I thought, you know, so. That tip. is the first time I saw that as well. I've yeah. never seen it before. Obviously, yeah. in this post-GDPR world, that's how things work. But uh, I was like, neat. Hopefully, everyone that's listening will know about what GDPR is. I hope so. If you don't, go Google. <laughs> Strap in. Get a coffee. It's going to take some time. <laughs> Surely some there is some site that gives you bullet points about GDPR. I think you can get the TLDR somewhere, definitely. Yeah. Can you recite what GDPR means? No. <laughs> I think it's... Gross domestic? No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, gross dudes, rough play. No, that's... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's not even the same acronym. It's just, that's like GDRP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Play rough. No, play that's even worse. Whoa! That's two for two. I think it's general data regulations policy. Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, you did it in reverse again, but uh, all right. <laughs> policy. Policy regulations. regulations. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that sounds fine. That sounds formal. I will Something's say, wrong with my brain. 
one last point that I, I didn't enjoy, but I just saw you playing with one thumb. Mm. I played with two. Didn't I, I've ne- I didn't entertain the idea that you could be dexterous enough to play with one. Oh, yeah. But I, w- <laughs> I play with one to be slower. I can play with two to be faster. Well, yeah. so Would I took like the to route see? of it. Yeah, I'm watching Sam right now. Uh, oh, it just crashed. So that ooh, first crash. that's, a, that's, a, that's a problem. Here, I will turn on the sound for full effect. Here it comes. So Sam is playing the two-finger route right now, and he's very fast. This is this is where you want to be. He's flying through this map. You just hit a rock, jump down into a little canyon of sorts. Yes, pushing through you. Oh, he just got destroyed by a boulder. Oh, so frustrating. You get so it's close to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. The fear of like, so what this game does, I think it's a really interesting dynamic, is as you're running out of battery power, the screen kind of like darkens from the outside in. Yeah, so you definitely like feel yet. like your flashlight is flickering in a dark, dark cave. So you, so I call that the fear in quotes, like especially with the, <laughs> the prefix. The yeah, you get the, the fear. I think that was good. I think it's a really good panicky moment because you're like, ah! Uh, and when you can see the, you can see this bank of batteries just in front of you. You just can't make it. I yeah. think that's really cool. I it is. They, it is a good thing, and it definitely makes you want to. Oh, let's do that again. Exactly. Yeah. And then you get interrupted by an ad, and then you don't want to do that. You throw your phone, and yeah, standard <laughs> kind of stuff. So, Tice, out of the seven days, how many days did you play this game for? I played this for three and one quarter. Wow, surprising. Indeed. Wow, I played this for seven days. Seven days for every day you played this? Yeah, okay. at least for a little let's, bit. Let's paint the picture. What was the most common place and time of day you played? Well, if you don't know from our previous chats or the previous chats that I have with Edwin, I usually have about one hour, 30 minutes to one hour of where I'm putting my kids to bed. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. I see. Right? So That's the golden bo- like the kids are lying down and I'm sort of lying down in between their beds waiting for them to fall asleep. It's not, it's not good parenting, but it's, it's, it it's is my what parenting. It is. It's your parenting. Hey, that's a, that's a good question. It's not good parenting, but it's my parenting. Pretty sure parents out there are just going, uh-huh, yes. At that moment, <laughs> I usually have access to one hand and one phone. Oh, that's cool. Which is how, I, how much practice this I got with. This is why you're with. so extremely dexterous with your right thumb. <laughs> that should be on my resume. It should be, yeah. Extremely dexterous. <laughs> know how man. to use Photoshop, Sketch. Extremely yeah. dexterous with my right thumb. Oh, get him. Hire him. <laughs> There's me not getting a job because I have to use two thumbs. <laughs> not good. Right. Yeah. So I'd say definitely seven days for me. Um, wow. But unlike Crashlands, I can't play this for more than like five to ten minutes at a time. I do tap out. Yeah. yeah. Which it, is probably a pro and a con, I guess. But yeah. Mostly a con. But. And which, is, which comes to like my interesting point is like, so when you collect these treasures in the game, it says like, oh, yeah, you're going to collect like nine coins or 20 coins every three minutes, right? But that's only every three minutes that you're in the game. Oh, I was curious about that. Not right. like Clash of Clans style, like come yeah. back and you've got this massive loot. Right. I see. So the stickiness is you need to keep the game open. Yeah. So Same I, thing with the ads, I think. Because hmm. <laughs> I would close the app, come back, and the ad's still there. Right, exactly. Oh Killing me. Right, so you were, did, did you ever leave the game open, uh, like on, on standby to no. collect it? Oh, so you didn't really I'm care. too busy with my phone. Yeah, I don't, busy. I don't, yeah. Have, to, I don't have time so to There's so much to do on these phones. It. Yeah, that's you like know? a way of life. Just double tapping your way around life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with one dexterous thumb. That's all you need, apparently. Is <laughs> <laughs> me using two. Oh, God. All right, so, um, so now you can take this challenge on if you want to as well, mm-hmm. but... Edwin and Tice, 
I'm going to suggest the next game. Oh, bring it. So last week you've mentioned Mr. Zach Gage. We did. He's also made one of my favorite games, by the way. Oh. Him and another game designer called, uh, uh, his name, not called. <laughs> He's called. <laughs> um, we call him. Uh, another game designer, uh, Rami Ishmael. And Ooh. they've made a game called Ridiculous Fishing. Yes, I'm so excited. I love fishing. Wait, but this isn't the game that I'm actually suggesting for the next seven days. Damn it. <laughs> but you should check out that game because the game is about, initially it's kind of like Digger John Diggerman. Here it is. There you where go. You you can, where you're putting like your hook down to the depths of the ocean until you catch a fish. To the fishes, yes. And then once you catch a fish, here's the best part. Here it comes. It actually flings it up to the sky, and you have to shoot it with your gun. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy moly. That's like land-based and aquatic-based hunting and there's combined. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, how can we make this fishing game better? I know. Guns. Guns. <laughs> I mean, without even playing it, that sounds pretty good. It is ridiculous. I'll give it a go. And it is fishing. Yeah, so check that out independently. I think okay, it's a cool. great game. Nice bonus. Um, but... The game that I'm going to suggest for the next seven days yes. dun, 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 dun. is a game by Zach Gage called Pocket Run Pool. Oh, I have heard of this. It is his newest game. Let's read the description. Let's do it. The return of Arcade Pool from the creator of Really Bad Chess and Flip Flop Solitaire. Oh, here it comes. Pocket Run Pool combines eight ball pool with the thrill of chasing the perfect high score. In Pocket Run, your goal is to sink all the balls. But where... And when you sink them is what matters most. Interesting. With each pocketed ball, you're awarded points based on the pocket you sunk. So sink carefully, but watch out. With each miss or scratch, you lose a life. They're alive. Yeah. Oh. Run out before you finish the table and it's over. Complete against yourself, the world, or the bank in a variety of thrilling game modes. The world or the bank. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So that's it. Arcade Pool is back. All right. So this check is it out. cool. I mean, there's a lot riding. The Zach Age is amazing. So uh, I'm very, very excited to have a go at this. I will definitely try it. So let's see. I think this game is $1.99, but definitely worth it. I think it's free. Is it? Maybe. Is it? I don't know. Oh, it might I mean, be. Once you have it, how do you know if it... I mean, Zach has a good history of not necessarily trapping really key features behind right. paying for it. So, you know, good start. Yep. Great start. But so this yeah, cool. I've been playing it for a little bit, um, but I haven't been playing it um, a lot because I wanted to spend the next seven days playing mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. I like so, that you've done some prep work, though. That's kind of cool. So Tice, you and Edwin have the next seven days to play Pocket Run Pool Pocket by Run Zach pool. Gage. This looks really fun. I'm uh, excited for this one. Do you think you will continue playing Diggerman? I think I will. I kind of want to see what happens when you save the princess. Oh, you're going to try to get all the way? Yeah. The thing is like... Do you think the game is done then or does it level up? I think hopefully the game is done. This is where I <laughs> will judge them if they're good game developers <laughs> or not. <laughs> because um, like games like Candy Crash, Candy Crush yeah. and Two like, Dots. In, yeah, Two Dots. So my wife just got to like level 390 or something and then 300 is like terminal, she thinks. Yeah. But she's been playing this game for years. Yeah. And I'm just morbidly curious as to what comes next. Yep. I gave up like 40, 50 levels in. I don't think, uh, I don't think it'll end. They're oh just milking God. it. I think yeah. they shipped a whole new game, didn't they? And they tried to retire yeah. the old one, but then they had all the people yeah. on the they old one. They had like one Dots and Co. called. Oh yeah. boy. Sounds like a mess. It is a mess. That I see 
I next issues, to me all the time. I, I have I have a storied <laughs> issues <laughs> with with games like Two Dots oh, and Candy Crush. Oh, they just keep going. Yeah. And when if AI is like creating the levels, then honestly, there's no end. You know, it's like if that's where we're headed. And so when I saw that, when I saw the end of Diggerman, I was actually very pleased. I was right. like, oh yeah, princess right there. I'm oh, gonna felt good. get it. But what if they pull a Mario and you think you're gonna get it and then she's That's still away. an ending though. Okay. That's still a better ending than Oh, you feel like that's enough closure Twilight. to, to put it down. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Twilight. Vampires. Great. Good, good. So any things of the week? I did want to, uh, on the TV note, bring up that I was very, very pleased to see that uh, one of my guilty pleasures, Sci-Fi Great The Expanse, was oh. binned and picked up again by Amazon. I can see from your face you're not pleased or just... I'm not a fan of The Expanse, I but I, I appreciate it's, that people enjoy it. I do, and I've just been crushed in the past when it comes to sci-fi shows being dropped. I think um, we all know about Firefly. We know about the Let's the not talk about ones. Firefly. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. It's dark times. But there, there are a couple of shows that were just brilliant and only had one season, and then this is, this is pre-Netflix, Amazon, Hulu mm. era. So I'm curious to see whether they'll go from one extreme to the opposite where they'll start picking up shows that really right. should have died or whether hopefully it's somewhere in the middle where shows with enough of a fan base will get picked up and those that really should die just die. Mm. It's interesting because like I feel Amazon has sort of been waiting for a show to really like blow their money on. Well, there's the Lord of the Rings thing that's rumored, right? Oh, like, that's right. Lord that's of the Rings. Deal. That's, that's from Amazon the, too. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And they've sunk some serious dosh into that. Yeah, I so. think like something like a million dollars per episode or something like that. Minimum, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Game of Thrones was eclipsing that easily in the last season. Because so. previous to that, like Marco Polo from Ugh. Netflix yeah. was one of the most expensive shows where it was really? like 900000 to a million dollars per episode. That's a lot of cash. It's a lot of cash. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Just from like a production perspective, I'm really interested because I think the story is <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the story needs some work. There's a lot of parallel uh, things happening, kind of like Westworld season two, which we won't have any spoilers on, but there's a lot of parallel things happening in The Expanse where I started reading the book after I've watched the first few seasons and it is a big storyline and there's a lot going on and I'm not sure it's all connected or necessary. So, mm. uh, But I'm like a sucker for sci-fi, so I'll, I'll gladly watch endless seasons of that kind of stuff so yeah. i was glad to see it was picked up very quickly though yeah the campaign to to get it picked up was uh, days or maybe a week or two like i don't know it was very brief yeah which is like, cool i think it was roughly yeah two or three weeks or something like that and right. it got picked up which is cool like good for them like i think shows that have a huge fan base should be given a second chance and yeah shouldn't be dictated by you know Studios network tv stuff. which right. is super dumb how about you news of the week yeah so i started watching silicon valley from Again. the beginning? No, 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 no. Like I dropped off after season two for some reason. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. Um, so I'm making my way through season three. It's a okay. bit of a trudge. Indeed. I'm finding that TJ character more and more annoying. Don't feel. The, the um, Ehrlich. Yeah. Yeah. Bachman. Bachman. Bachsanity. Yeah. Bachmanity. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. And hopefully making it to a point where I can watch season five because I hear it's, it's pretty good. I So I thought it was good. But again, if you're starting to understand, I'm pretty... I'm very optimistic about media in general. Mm. Uh, so I'm not as critical as others, but a lot of people were throwing a lot of shade at the later season. I love it because I know the characters. I know the valley. I have a lot of friends in the valley, a lot yep. of friends in tech in the valley. So for me, it rings true in a horrible way. A lot of my <laughs> friends in the valley cannot watch it, yeah. which I yeah. totally understand. I think we would we would get that, but uh, I think it's great. I think it's, I, I look forward to it every Sunday. It was, it was good. I also watched something on the plane that was very entertaining. I don't know if it was the airplane or if it's just my stupid sense of movies, but mm. I watched the latest Jumanji movie. Oh, yes. 
Oh, absolutely. That was a that, so okay. So, full caveat: my wife is a massive Jumanji fan. I'm talking like oh, really? Uh, it's next level. It is just right up there. It's like the classic Jumanji. Part. Oh yes. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. And she was so excited, and I was just terrified on the inside because <laughs> I love Dwayne Johnson. I love all the actors yeah, in that yeah. film. Like I actually do. Yeah. So I had high hopes, but I was just really worried that, that she would it's, be crushed. Yeah. But it was a bag of laughs. We went and saw it with her and her family. Uh, yeah. And it was really fun. And it was just a really cheeky fun movie. I love that they placed the actors in um, personalities that weren't necessarily what they're used to as being actors kind of thing. I thought it was exactly. really cool to take them out of their comfort zone and yeah. have like giant dudes playing like... like Skinny nerds. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. It was great. Like I thought... I Jack thought, Black's character is really funny. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. And I didn't think that would work throughout the entire movie, but no. he actually sold it. I thought they carried it really well. Yeah. And, you know, but I, I feel like sometimes the, those trailers, you're like, oh, it's just going to be another like, meh, like Hollywood film. But you watch it and you're like, that was... Uh, my belly hurts a little bit. Yeah. You know, like when you walk out <laughs> and you're like, I need to like breathe and like hold on to the side of the wall of the cinema. Yeah. Cool. Good job. So my wife and I watched it on the plane. Like okay. we synchronized, played it. In t- oh, in front we've of, like, done that screens. too. Like three, two, one, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we were, were laughing, laughing so like hard. Yeah. yeah that, we were laughing yeah. so hard. Like we yeah. were probably it's making scary a scene. In the plane. It yeah. was funny. No, I think that's great. I'd rather that than like a freaky, like a horrifying film on a plane. Right. I'm a big fan of those comedies, but I tend to laugh really loudly. <laughs> so uh, I can't, I can't suppress the the happiness. You know. So. You got to be careful. Sometimes I need to avoid anything too funny on the airplane. Right. I'll stress out the other passengers. Yeah, just manic laughing from the back. Right. That's. I felt like we did that, but you know. Oh, good job. Might as well do it with someone else. Right. You know, it's not like, just well, on your own. Crazy. Yeah, that's fine. It's not just one lone person laughing. Yeah, at a you, screen you that's find, not even turned comfort, on. You're like, oh, find comfort in the people like you. Yeah, that's it. Good job. No, um, that's a fun movie. Yeah, I, I definitely. I was agree. surprised. It felt like an '80s movie. Yeah. Felt yeah. like a good like eighties movie and haven't felt that in a while. Yeah, things went wrong and they were funny and kind of unexpected and it was cool. Oh, and I did really like the gaming element, the kind of like you only have three lives and Oh sure. I thought that was neat. I thought it was yeah. a really cool mechanic. Obviously that's throughout the whole film. If you haven't seen it, it won't give it away, but it's a it's a big part of the film, how you have a limited amount of lives and then that I mean, we're talking about games. So yeah. I thought that that was a cool kind of yeah. like I'm also very much interested in your wife's fascination with Jumanji, but I think that's for another time. It will be, yeah. <laughs> so I can shed a lot of light on that. Uh, and Jurassic Park e- eclipses that. So she is oh, wow. very excited for the new Jurassic World film. Oh, she so like, she likes anyone. Jurassic Park even more than Jumanji. More than anything in the world, I think. Like, yeah, I was. I, I almost thought we might have some little mini dinosaurs spread throughout our wedding reception somewhere. Wow, she is big on dinosaurs. Oh, that's crazy. It's pretty cool though, because it's yeah. like. It, so I have this rule in my Google Home that says, um, I, and then I say my wife's name and I say make her happy, and it just triggers the Jurassic Park theme song. Very, <laughs> but here's the key: very quietly, yeah, on all the Google Homes throughout our apartment. So oh, she'll be amazing. in the kitchen and she'll like perk her head up like a Velociraptor <laughs> and be like, "Is that you know?" It's great. So if she's having a, not having a great day or just needs a bit of cheering up or just is just having a great day, I can just trigger that really quietly. I talk to Google Home like right, this. Right, right. And then it just starts playing in the background and she, it's amazing. It's yeah. just, I count the seconds and then <laughs> the reaction is just priceless. <laughs> yeah, it never, it doesn't, get, doesn't grow old. Yeah. That's a great trick. Good job. Yeah. If you want that recipe, you can find it on IFTTT. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Make X happy. Trigger this theme song. Jurassic. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, amazing. Uh, okay. So Tice. Yes. You have seven days to play. I'm excited. Pocket run pool. Yeah, this is great. All right. Thanks for joining again. Yeah, it's great to be back. That was really fun. And hopefully we can play we some can, pool. Yeah, we can, we can play some pool. Pool. What was that? No one knows. <laughs> seven days to play.